0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Texas Rangers Baseball Podcast brought to you by Rangers Today. Today is episode number 43. Sam Huff is going to join us for the second time second this season. Second time. And we're going to do a little fun thing with Sam too. We've got a nine-year-old uh, Henry in here that's going to ask a fan question uh, coming from him. But first, we're going to get into the big league club. We got a new all-star as of last night. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, you know, Corey Seager. um, you know kind of a weird situation you know he's replacing george springer who's in who's an outfielder Corey very clearly is not an outfielder but the six outfielders who were uh, on the player ballot are already on the team so uh mlb gets to decide and, sure and and with the the dodgers ties um i think that played a role in it and seeger has been you know, he leads all shortstops and home runs yep he's been on an absolute tear uh so it it, it makes some sense um and good for him you know i mean you know you, you kind of look at his first half and god dang you know 10 years 325 million and he's only hitting 248 or 243 whatever but uh you know as as, as i wrote over the weekend at rangerstoday.com and um it's like all of his uh analytical stuff is is top 10 percent in the league some yep. of its top top eight top six percent like ex-woba and X slug and all that stuff so you know, if if you buy into the argument that luck is a factor, which is a you know a growing thing these days, he's been unlucky. Um, he's hit the ball hard, very hard, and and you know he he's got numbers that are worthy of being an all star. So uh, good for him. You know, he, he I think he's looking forward to it. I, I think it came as a surprise. It's only a few days before you have to go, so I think he had probably a trip planned, and um, you know he's going to have to make the long trip from los angeles to to miami for the rangers second half opener but uh i i think all in all when you look at the the big picture it's deserving
0: yep and let's go over real quick where the rangers Mm -hmm. are they are sitting 41 and 46 they've they're four and six in their last ten. They have lost one game. We were there last night when they did lose. They they took two out of three from Oakland, which yeah. was nice. Yeah. Um. They're four and a half back of the wild card for those that are keeping up with that. Obviously, they're not going to catch up. They're sixteen and 16 half back of uh, Houston. Um. Good team in town right now with uh, And we talked about that yesterday. Um. You know, a couple guys I wanted to talk about. Tavares has been incredible. Um, he has, you know, right now, look, it's still early, but he's had how many at bats? Maybe 175. S- 75? Yeah, or,
1: 78, b- b- below 80, right. for sure. Yeah. But
0: he's hitting what, 348, something like that? I mean, yeah. what he was doing in A, he is doing here. His sure. at bats look so much better than they did the last two games.
1: Yeah, and there's there's an adjustment coming. You know, the pitchers are, the pitchers are going to figure it out. Sure. And he's going to have to adjust. It's kind of what happened to AAA. You know, he he started off so so darn good and was hitting basically about 400 the first month, and it kind of it kind of petered out a little bit, and then he and then he got it back in June. Um, so he needs to makes make the adjustments coming, right? It, 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 they're they're going to adjust, so you adjust back. That's that's just baseball. That's how you survive. Um, but it's been good. You know, I know he he misplayed the ball in center field Thursday, um, that that led to a decisive run basically in a a, a one-run game but that's an anomaly he's such a good defensive player he also got thrown out on the bases um trying to steal which doesn't happen very often right again you know the timing of it it was the first inning it was a strike him out throw him out you kind of thought that he was he was running to stay out of a double play but apparently he was going on his own and just got a bad jump you'd probably like to see a couple other guys bat that inning considering the way it was going but you know, overall, this this guy's this guy's a good player. I've been saying it, and I, I know people are are uh, down after what happened in 21, where he hit oh what 87 in the in the first month. You know, he just wasn't ready, and and a guy barely played a double A, right? You know, and all of a sudden he's the opening day center fielder. Um, but he he's on better better footing now, and and he looks like the player that they envision he could be.
0: Yeah. And, and you know what? Credit to you, because through all of it, through when we first started this podcast and from the moment we've gone, you have been don't give up on Tavares. You yeah. said he's still young. I still believe Tavares is a guy that can do something. He got thrown into the fray in 20. That was a weird year anyway. Right, right, right. And they and right. they just had to kind of go with what they had. The stadium wasn't going to open um, for the public because of that COVID year. You stayed on him. I had kind of softened on him. I, I mean, Tavares was always the top prospect coming in before that. He had kind of had some some scuttling there. He came in. He didn't look good at the big league level, but you were right. Only twenty three years old, and he was like, "Dude, this kid is still young." And uh, man, kudos to you for getting on that. That was good. Hey, another good uh-uh. fun fun thing. Um, I I'm, I pronounce this. I butcher it since he's been there. Eiler Hernandez. Elier. Elier Hernandez who came up, great story. I mean, this is like a... fun story. You know, he was like top of his class that year in the international signing.
1: Yeah, he was. And, you know, the Royals gave him a a pile of money. They gave him $3 million, and uh, it just didn't didn't work out. And, um, you know, uh, uh, know, he was 16 when when he was signed. He's 27 now. Um, It's a guessing game. Sometimes it's late bloomers. I mean, yeah, and I, I bring this up all the time. The ultimate late bloomer in Rangers history is Nelson Cruz and you know, he didn't who's still playing, uh, right. Who's still playing, but he didn't become a, he didn't become Nelson Cruz until he was 28, 20, 27, 28. And um, so I'm not saying that's going to happen with LA Hernandez. They're, they're entirely different players, but uh, and, and, and to, your point, to your point on not sure. Adolis and to your point on Tavares, you know, player players just come at their own time, mm-hmm. you know, and I know everybody wants them to come and, you know, Wants them to be this and that, and they want it today. Um, look, Leoti Tavares is younger than Josh Young, and and so it, it's that that should tell you how, how young he is. And and um, El Ellier, you know, he had the two hits, which is great. Yep, uh, it, it's it's fun, and uh, he he earned it. He has he has thirty nine hundred or thirty eight ninety eight career minor league plate appearances. So I mean, he's been down there a while. He's seen stuff. Yes, you know, so he shouldn't be phased by a lot. But you know he, he he probably hasn't seen this kind of stuff. But good for him. It's a it's a fun story.
0: It's a great story. And look he's is he a long term solution? Probably not. But hey, if he earns it, great. Sure, that's fantastic to hit on something like that. If he yeah. if he ends up, you know, coming up here and doing because if you look at the triple A numbers, a lot of people were going, why did you know right handed bat? Why not Solak? I said, did you look at the numbers? Look at Solak compared to this guy. Um, you know, why wouldn't you go with this guy and give him a shot? Give him yeah. his shot. Oh. Solex had some chances. Oh,
1: well, and Duran's another guy, you know, everybody yes. was was high on when he came up and did so well, but he's kinda he hasn't been great offensively around Rock. I know he had a good game the other night with the homer. and a home run, Get the the home double, run last but, night, yeah. Um you know, he they he he's still a developing player, you know. Hernandez may still technically be developing, but he's had, he's had a lot of development. And I don't think the uh uh future of the franchise will be Altered if if Ezekiel Duran spends a couple more weeks or a month or the rest of the rest of the season at triple A. I mean, no, I don't yeah, think you know, so. It, it'd probably be good for him.
0: Yeah, it, it wouldn't wouldn't hurt him at all. Well, look, it's Friday that we're doing this. Yeah. This Sunday is the draft. Uh yeah. obviously the Rangers don't have a second and third round pick, right. but they do have the third overall pick. Right. Uh got some stuff coming out this weekend on yeah, Rangers yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. 5.99 a month, $60 for the year, or That's $35 right. for six months. We got some stuff coming out on that on the draft. Probably about – it's probably really down to about three players that they've probably got on there. Well, I don't know. But I, I've know. put about seven or eight together myself. Sure. you got stuff coming. Um, there's some interesting names there depending on which way they go. But the Rangers' <laughs> system is going to take a major step forward after yeah. Sunday. Yeah,
1: they're getting a top 100 prospect. Yes. There's, there's no question no about question. it. No question. And um, that will give them seven. You know, and and, and it'll just – increase the the or enhance the perception that this is a a top five probably top three farm system honestly and um you know i i don't don't know you know drew jones andrew jones kid probably isn't going to be there jackson holiday who's matt holiday's son maybe he's there uh you know elijah green seems to be a popular name linked to the rangers super toolsy his son is his dad's a former (laughs) nfl player um brooks lee is another one a college player you know I, I I'm I'm intrigued and I'm intrigued by Kumar Rocker. You know I, you know it, if you go back to to last February, February of 21, he was, he the, was number one. the number one guy. He, he was, was better than Jack Leiter. Yeah. Um, you know he had to have a, a little. You know he had the injury. He didn't pass his physical after the Mets took him at 10 last year, so he had to have a little cleanup on the shoulder. He he pitched in that in independent ball and just. Dominated, yeah, um,
0: and it's independent ball, but still, still yeah. I mean, the yeah. velocities there, he looks good.
1: Yeah, and and you know, what 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 if he's back? I mean, you know, the, the, you hate shoulder injuries, though. That's the thing. You, you, even if it's quote unquote minor, you you don't like shoulder injuries. So there's some risk there. uh I, you know, but if if uh you know, the Rangers were just really impressed with. with I think they spoke with Rocker last year, leading up to the draft. They definitely talked to uh, Tim Corbett, the Vanderbilt coach, who like talks like Kumar Rocker like he's his own son. You know, yeah, just uh-huh. a, a good kid. And these guys are so big on on makeup, and um, you know, it's it's. I think it's a long shot. I, I don't think it's as much of a long shot as I once did. Uh, I think it would surprise a lot of people uh, to to pass up a premium prep talent for a guy who who basically was injured and and couldn't, couldn't pass his physical last year. But um, I don't know. And, 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 and I'm not, I'm not convinced that they don't go with a call, you know, a college guy gives them more financial flexibility. That's why, you know, Brooks Lee fits Um, from, from Georgia tech, the catcher. Um, I I don't, I just don't know. I I would be, you know, I was told, I was told about a month ago that it would, they would, that the Rangers, it would, it would be a shock to the, to the Rangers if they did not take a prep player. Now maybe things have changed, but um, you know I, I think it's I think it's maybe you know green, greener holiday would be kind of what I would guess, but I don't, I don't know. It is it is a guess.
0: I think the one that I've that that me personally that I like I'm a big fan of Lee and the reason I like Brooks Lee not only has he done it so well in college Coming out of high school, Brooks Lee was a top thirty prospect yeah. in the organization. Goes to college, goes to play for his dad. Right. Um, and goes there and just dominates there too. This is not a guy that was uh went to college and turned himself into a great player. He was a great player. Yes. Yeah. Uh coming he, all the way up. He's had some,
1: a, he's had some injuries. I think he I think he's got a, a back thing, but um, you know, there, there's a risk with everybody. There's a risk with every guy you take. Absolutely. And, and it just depends on how much risk the Rangers want to take.
0: Should be interesting. We'll have a press conference there about six o'clock. We'll find out who it is. We'll have some stuff that'll come out on Rangers today or on the YouTube channel for yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, by the way, click the YouTube channel, put like down there and do that. Yeah, but, subscribe. Uh, huh? Subscribe. Subscribe. Please. You need to subscribe to yeah. it and do that. Um, anything else on the big leagues before we uh, get Sam in here? Well, we've
1: got, we've got Dennis Santana behind me and, um, you know, the. The one I think the one thing to take away from as as the Rangers go to the All Star break is that their rotation is in trouble. Yep. Yeah. And and obviously John Gray and Martin Perez are fine. It's the other three. And um, they're not getting enough innings. Right. And when you don't get the innings, you put a big load on the bullpen. And I think that right now you're you're seeing the effects of that. Yes. You know, the guys who were guys who are terrific, um, Until basically this last road trip, Um, they're, they're feeling it. And, and, you know, Friday is supposed to be a bullpen game. Today's supposed to be kind of a bullpen game with Taylor Hearn. I mean, how are they, you only got to get to the all-star break, but. It wouldn't surprise me at all if they had to make some moves Saturday and Sunday just to just to get to the, just to just to get to the break.
0: Yeah. yeah. There there is a group of about five or six guys that are going to be making the bus trip back and forth. Yeah. And it's just gonna be so they can get arms in here to because uh. it, it is taxing on the bullpen right now. They need this break more than anybody.
1: Yeah, and they're they're gonna get Jonathan Hernandez back, I think, this weekend. And, yeah. And but you know, then you gotta make a forty man move. Yep you know and and there are guys you can you can you can get rid of or not get rid of but you can probably sneak through the waivers right but um it'll be it'll be interesting cuz he's probably only going to pitch an inning here for the first couple times out right uh, as he's coming off the the IL for Tommy John surgery so <laughs> i don't know it it's it you, you felt good you felt really good about 2 weeks ago and now you're like they're hanging on it feels yeah. like they're really hanging on
0: this, this entire pitching staff right now is put together with bailing wire and duct tape. Huh. <laughs> I mean and it really is and they so if you do see any moves coming in this trade deadline which is coming up August 2nd, you know it, it like they said we Chris Young was there yesterday we, we talked to Chris young he was talking about um, afterwards about the trade deadline and what was happening. He said, look, they're looking at every option whether they buy sell or anything but it's it's going be for long term thing they, I mean would they do a rental you brought that up is a possibility just <laughs> for an arm if it was inexpensive, maybe someone to get some innings in here. Just to survive. Just to survive because, yeah. let's be honest, the guys that the, th- this season, they came into the season going, we've got three good, decent starters. we got the back end. These guys are going to do that. And then we've got some young guys that are going to be stepping up, taking those fourth and fifth. Nobody stepped up yet. Yeah. There are three spots. To, well, there's two real spots that are open. And, mm-hmm. you know, Dunning's hurt, but he'll come back. But there are three spots that are, there are two spots that are completely open and nobody's seizing the opportunity. Yeah. You're right.
1: You're right. So, so, all right, let's get Sam on.
0: Yeah, we'll get Sam in here, and then after Sam, we're going to go down in the bus leagues. But right now, we come back after this. We got Sam Huff. The answer to that question is I don't know. High fly ball, center field. That ball well struck, carrying back to the rocks, gone, and Sam Huff with his first big league home run. It's five-one Rangers. Love well, getting a look at the power of some of the young Rangers.
1: Anderson Tejeda hit one 450 feet. Sam Huff probably hit that one about 410 feet.
0: All right, and joining us right now is Texas Rangers catcher Sam Huff, who's back up here in the big leagues again. Sam, what's going on, buddy?
2: Just hanging out. How about you guys?
1: Well, kind of kind of the same. Kind of the same. Doing a little work. We got a big, we got a we got a live studio audience, actually. We usually just have nobody here and now we have like five people here, and they're all very excited. Mm-hmm. But um, and we also have a uh, NBA star, Desmond Bain, coming into the studio for another show. So it's a power packed Friday here, Sam. Uh, I don't know what's happening in your, your your neck of the world. Yeah, we're we're busy and we're big time. Both. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, yeah, we'll just dive right into the baseball. John John said you're back. Um, you came back uh, Monday when when Mitch had a surgery um man this is like the third time you've been up (laughs) how hard is it to go up down up down
2: it's it's definitely not ideal because you want to stay there as long as possible but given the the factors of i need to play and things that were going on it just wasn't there wasn't a playing time at that time and you know it's it's part of it some guys get to stay there the rest of their career. some guys go up and fail right away and they have to go back down and then there's just you don't have opportunities and you need to go down and get your opportunities and play and then when the time's right you come back up and you can play
1: Do, do you feel like you've made up for the time you missed last year behind the plate
2: I think every day it's I'm making up for it I think you can't really say have you made up for it because even guys that have been catching their whole lives still learn and they learn things that they've never thought they would learn. And I think it is definitely a factor that I got to go down and play four days a week and get to catch every day, get back to the routine of like playing and not just DHing and playing first. I got to catch every pretty much all the games down there and have one off day. so, it does definitely get me in a better shape it gets me to show me what i can do with my bots again still and it actually is easier because i with all the scouting reports i've been doing these past couple of months and years and kind of how i can like look about it on my laptop and kind of dive in for information status and stuff for pictures, it is it is making it a lot easier
1: and you you've got Bobby Wilson around you when you're up here and he's kind of he's kind of your catching uh, you know uh, mentor i guess um what is it what what's he like during games what's it, what's the feedback like with him cuz he's a pretty cool dude
2: yeah it's honestly i i go to him if i have anything if it's on probably a a sequence or a pitch that wasn't made that I felt like maybe a different pitch could have got us there. And he kind of just talks to me, shows me my receiving, like how do I look on like the iPads, how it looks, if it looks natural or if I'm a little stiff and umpire sees that. And then how can I help the pitcher with that in a sense of getting him out of innings quicker, stealing strikes more, and just putting us in a better position to win.
1: So in, in AAA at Round Rock, they're doing the automated strike zone. What is, is, is? it? It seems like there's not a value on on pitch framing, in that in that at that level, but it seems like that's still something you got to work on during the games, regardless.
2: Yeah, it, I talked to Jack Kruger when I was there, and I was I was asking him what do you got on that, the automatic strike zone, and he was like, oh, it's awesome. I was like, (laughs) really? He's like, yeah, but you can't receive or frame anything, so and I went down to OKC and Tony Walters was catching. He was the guy that pretty much started the whole, like, start your thumb on the ground and rip it up. Mm -hmm. And and Tony was just catching it and throwing it back, and I even asked him, I was like, what do you got in the automatic strike zone? He was like, "It's it's where baseball is going, kind of, and I don't really have a job, but (laughs) <laughs> I know I could still, I can receive, it's just, it's not really, there's no point of doing it unless they bring me up to be a backup or something. And I was like, yeah, you could, you could say that. I, I was, cause in my head, I'm going to do it regardless, even if the umpire doesn't call it, but it, that's what they preached to me. That's what they wanted from me. So I have to go down and work on it because it's the IMAX strike zone isn't here yet. So you still have to probably, you need to work on it.
1: Do, do you like it? Do you, do you like the automatic strike zone? I mean, not not from like a catching perspective. I guess you could say from a hitting perspective too. But
2: do you from like a it? hitting perspective, yes. But from a catcher's perspective, no, because those usual pitches usually get on the corner that umpire calls that they barely like are just off or like they're off decent amount. Now, if you throw it, if it doesn't even nick that, if it doesn't even nick that like little zone it's pretty much a ball so hmm. if you because i was hitting once and i was facing the a's and i was facing uh i forgot his name he was literally pitching yesterday in the big leagues uh number <laughs> 50 i forgot his name all right and he uh threw a backup changeup that hit the top like in up and in corner like this was the corner, barely nicked the top, and it struck me out. And I, I looked at the umpire. I was like, "That hit the strike zone." And he was like, "I don't know." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and I went back, and apparently, it barely the seam barely touched the zone. And if it, the ball at all touches the zone, it's a strike. So yeah. it could it could be the top of the zone barely nicking it, and it's a strike.
1: Well, and you're 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 not a short guy, so I mean that's 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 got to be a high. Uh,
2: Yeah, they didn't even measure me. So, like, they're measuring guys on strike zones and stuff. And apparently I asked Shay Allier. I was like, hey, like, did you get measured for this, like, automatic strike zone thing? And he's like, no, they only measured, like, one guy in our organization. Really? And I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. That's crazy. Yeah. I was like, I thought they're going to measure everyone. He's like, I did too.
1: Hmm. Well, sounds like then. It might be a couple of years away from the big leagues. I mean, you're right; it's coming. I don't think there's any doubt. But man, and it, it's—I think it's going to juice up offenses, right? Maybe it's going to make the game more exciting. But I mean, I don't know that's it's going to speed up the game necessarily because if guys are taking balls that are a fraction of off the plate, yeah, it's like it's going to pump up walks and maybe slow things down.
2: Yeah, it definitely made me walk more, I guess, because. If I knew it was two strikes and I knew it wasn't like close to the zone, I didn't really have to swing. Huh.
1: All
0: right. It's going to create more offense, is what
1: it's going to create. Yeah. Maybe that's what they want, but it sounds like it's not the offense they're going to want. I mean, it's walks aren't any fun.
0: Eventually, they're going to have to groove (laughs) balls just to get something. Well, they're going to be
1: more aggressive in the strike zone. Absolutely. Uh, So you did go down last month, and uh, I I don't know if any people watching this are aware, but you have. It's your right as a player. You have three days to take your option, and uh, you said the hell of that and, and went and played the next day. Why? Uh, why not take your days?
2: I personally, I just didn't see the point of it. I, I'm very. I love this organization. I, they gave me a shot when I was 18 in 2016, and I, I felt like the one I was brought up when I was playing. It wasn't really a selfish game it was very like you you're here to win with this team you're here to play and I took it as an opportunity and I didn't really want to show anybody up I didn't feel like it was right or necessary and you know to talk crap about anybody even though it's a part of baseball you're going to go up and down and it's unfortunate but you got to do it and I talked to my agency and I was like I personally I want to go and they they said, you can take the three days. And I was like, I don't really see a point. I don't think it's in my book, a great look. So I just was like, I want to go, I want to go play. And so I talked to Paul Kruger and we well, texted me and I talked to Bobby a little bit and I just told him, I I want to go play. So you guys want me to go down there and play. I'm going to go down and play.
1: Yeah. Well, they, they did notice. I mean, it's, yes. it's, it, it came up a couple of times with the manager, um, you know, it's a prof- it's a professional thing to do. It shows it shows that you want to get better. And they, and then and then you went down and did exactly what they said. You you, you caught, started hitting home runs. I mean, it was like, you know. Yeah. They, and I I, I I asked Chris, you know, do you need to reward a guy who does that? And he said, we don't necessarily need to reward him, but when they go down and do it, their their name kind of creeps up the list. I mean, I, now catcher, obviously, you're at the top of the list, but sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you did you did well there. Uh so just before we move on to the 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 fun stuff including a new segment we're going to call Kids Ask the Big Leaguer. Yep. Um how are you feeling at the plate? How are you feeling defensively even though you you know you've only played the one time since you've been back up.
2: I feel good. It's definitely it's 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 definitely hard to be a uh, of like a pinch hit opportunity because you don't ever like talk about you never practice it so it's definitely that mentality and not playing consistently which is part of baseball and you got to kind of learn and you got to put in your dues and work because you don't get to just come up and be the starter not everyone gets to do that you kind of have to if someone's in front of you you have to learn from them and go down do your work come back up learn from them and at some point usually it kind of works out or you you technically go to a different organization that wants to use you and it's it's a learning curve and it's also but I I love it I've come to the field every day with a good attitude and I want to play and I want to help win so That's whatever right. if it, if they told me to go play left field I'd go do it but it would be <laughs> it wouldn't be easy but it would be like okay I'll go play left field I don't care yeah. like you want me to play if you want me to play I'll play
1: I'd, I'd like to see that yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, I want to see Sam Huff in left field.
2: I haven't played left field since I was in club ball, which I was like twelve.
1: All right. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Let's. Uh, now that the baseball talk's wrapped up, let's uh, let's do this. Let's bring in the kid.
0: Asks the big leaguer. Kid's gonna ask a big leaguer. Henry, nine year old Henry's gonna come in and join us. Come over this way, yeah, Henry. Come over by me. Henry wants to ask a big leaguer a question. What do you want to ask him, Henry? Uh, He's right. got, he might ask more than one. Yep, go ahead.
2: What's your favorite restaurant and what do you get
0: there? Did you hear that? What's that, buddy?
2: What's your favorite restaurant and what do you get there? Favorite restaurant. So there's a place in my uh, by my house called Chicago Hamburger Company, and it's a, kind of a Chicago-style all-based, like, burgers, dogs, shakes, -hmm. everything. And I get four sliders with a chocolate shake and fries. (laughs) Four (laughs) sliders? All right. They're just, they're little sliders though. They're little sliders. They're nothing (laughs) big, but they're the best. So I'd have to say that.
0: All right. Next. You got another one?
2: Yeah. What's your favorite animal? Favorite animal. Um... I'd have to say, I don't want to be generic or basic, but I would have to say a, a tiger because they I feel like they're a very interesting but mysterious animal that no one really gets to see up close, so I feel like it would be kind of cool to go see a tiger.
1: What's your favorite animal? Snake. 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 Um. Now, Sam's from Arizona, so he's, he, he probably has a familiarity with rattlesnakes.
0: Yeah, he might have seen a few of them. Yeah.
2: I've, I've seen, seen like those. 10 in my life, and they're all next to my ankles. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I've killed one. Oh,
2: well, all right. <laughs> I've seen a rattlesnake. Where? Remember at the cabin?
1: Oh, that's yeah, right. That's right. He found a pygmy rattlesnake. So,
0: All okay, right, next y'all... up.
2: Um, what's your favorite MLB player?
0: Who's your favorite MLB player?
2: I would have to say DJ Mayhew right now. I oh, okay. I followed I I've followed DJ since I was in high school and he was not really no one really followed him in Colorado with Chicago and I think he's a really good player. What about you? Who's your favorite?
0: Joey Gallo.
1: Joey Gallo. This is actually a Joey Gallo jersey he's wearing. In fact, <laughs> hey, the, Joey. The, the, Bombs. The, the timing on the Joey Gallo was the, the trade. I've I've heard this story. The trade was the thirtieth or thirty first of last July and then what's your birthday? The twelfth? Yeah. And so he got it for his birthday. So <laughs> mom and dad couldn't change the order. So he stuck he's stuck with a throwback, an instant throwback. That's yeah. okay, you
2: get it signed. It might be oh. it's gonna be worse. something probably. Yeah, we'll get it signed.
0: I don't know.
1: What any more questions for no. from you, from Henry? No. Okay, can tell them thanks.
0: Thanks, Sam.
2: <laughs> oh, thank you, buddy. Have a good one. All right. Beauty.
0: Yeah. All right. I'm just going to go with a couple. We've already done a lot about you, Sam, and talked about your life and all of that and, and there. But I want to go a little bit different. We're just going to do a couple of fun ones here. Hey, what teammate in that clubhouse is the funniest guy? Who's the one that keeps everybody cracking up?
2: Dennis Santana.
0: Santana. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't have thought.
2: He's got a good personality, he keeps us loose. He he always comes in with a good attitude, leaves with a good attitude, and that's what I preach, and he does it every day, and I appreciate that.
1: Here, here's a fun fact about Dennis Santana. Yeah, all right. So he's from the Dominican. You don't get a lot of Dennis's from the Dominican. Sure. His dad was a huge NBA fan when and he is named after Dennis Rodman.
0: No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. did not know that. Yeah. How
1: many people are named after Dennis Rodman? But anyway, hey, that's where that's where Dennis comes from. That's what he said.
0: That is cool. Now you got to go bug him about that. Hey, who's the best dressed when you guys are on the road? Who's the best dressed?
2: Adolis. Adolis? They both dress very well.
0: <laughs> okay. Is there a prankster? You got a prankster on there that's always pulling pranks on everybody?
2: Probably not on everyone, but Cole probably like, pulls pranks on me a lot. So... Cole for me two Cole Calhoun, Calhoun? I think for me because he he pulls more pranks on me than a lot of people not on everybody but he pulls a lot of pranks
1: is it the Arizona thing the Arizona connection
2: yeah and he just wants the he just wants to keep me humble I think so I just let him do it to satisfy his day and go on with it you know.
1: A red, It could be a redhead
2: thing, too, maybe. Yeah. yeah, he's 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 also my father, so I have to listen <laughs> to him. <so>.
0: father. <laughs> All right, just a couple of more, Sam. We'll let you get out of here. I know you're going to go to the ballpark probably here in a little bit. Anything you're binge-watching right now, you and, you, you and your uh, girlfriend or wife? or y'all, y'all binge-watching anything?
2: I don't really binge-watch because I'll watch it and then she'll watch it when I'm at the field. So I usually just... I've been watching a lot of like Cartoon Network Looney Tunes, and then I've been watching all the Star Wars again because of Obi Wan, the new uh, series that mm-hmm. came the out. New series,
0: so
2: I, yeah, I've been watching those, but mainly just like Cartoon Network or something. It's not really anything special because I know she can't go watch it without me because I have the logins, So I was just like, I won't even tell her what I have.
1: <laughs> so, so you're a Looney Tunes guy over a Disney guy.
2: Yeah, usually yeah, I, I I literally put on Cartoon Network when I'm doing like skying reports and just have it on the background, and it's playing like old Scooby Doo scenes. Uh, you got Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. You got mm-hmm. um, probably like all the classics I like Fred Freshman. Like it's a lot of like just like shows I like to watch that Katie doesn't usually watch. She leaves and goes somewhere else, and I'm sitting right here watching TV, just by my own business.
1: So clear the room. Turn on, yeah. turn on Looney Tunes. Perfect. It's a good strategy. I'm gonna try it.
2: Kick her out. Have the room to myself, and <laughs> me and Theo can kind of hang out.
0: All right. All right. Another one. You guys travel a lot. A lot of plane rides. When you're on the plane, what happens on the plane? What do, anything you do? Do the guys play cards? Anything like that? What what happens on the plane rides?
2: I think there's like a vast variety of guys that just hang out and listen to music then you got guys that watch their tv shows and then you got like brock burke and joe barlow who play farmville which is like a game on their phone that (laughs) they won't shut up about and then you got you got guys in the back playing like cards. so it's we got a bunch of guys that just walk out throughout the kind of like the plane and just talk and we'll we'll kind of just bother each other for a little bit, and then once we're done, we kind of go back to our seats. And I usually sit in my seat and just watch movies or listen to music. And if I look up, Cole will look at me and then say something that I don't think people want to know what he says. But <laughs> he uh, he's, he does it. Just it's a it's a good time. It's definitely. I've been in the back. I've seen playing cards, and they ask if I want to play, but I don't really know how to. So then they tell me to beat it. So I just. <laughs>
0: All right, last one. And we're gonna get you out of here. I've always wondered this: if you are ever in a street fight out there, who's the one guy on this team that you want standing with you?
2: Adolus. Yeah,
1: it's automatic, right? I mean, the guys—the guys, the guy's built like a linebacker. You're is- not. No
2: one's. No one's approaching you with a six-five and this big-ass dude like standing right here, like, <laughs> "Hey, what's up, Poppy?" And it's like, <laughs> I. Hey, Adolis, what's up, man? Um, how are you? And it's I think he like, wrestled in Cuba.
1: Did he wrestle? I think he wrestled.
2: Yeah, yeah he's I, he's put me in a headlock before as a joke, and I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm good, dude. <laughs> I'm, gonna really go, like I'm gonna go back to my locker.
0: He just seems like a guy. I mean, everyone sees it from TV. <laughs> you see Adolis in that smile, he's got the biggest smile in the world, but he seems like you don't want to get on his bad side. It doesn't look like there's much there that's gonna you're gonna do much damage to someone like that. Or Sam. Sam's so big. We stood next to Sam doing that too. So it's Adolis, Sam.
2: Yeah, go ahead. I feel like, Ad- but Adolis is very. I think Adolis is very skewed. He. You look at him; he's very scary, I guess. But you get to know him; he's probably this, the nicest dude. Very humble. Puts <laughs> him. He puts people before himself and. I appreciate that because that's what I do. That's how I was raised. I always put people before me so they know that I respect them. And if they need me to do anything for them, I'll do it.
0: And he swings the bat so hard. Oh, boy, does he ever. <laughs> you could, If you were standing up there, I think you would feel like a fan. You'd feel it's the air that goes it. Yeah. All right, we're going to let you get out of here real quick. Seeds or gum? You like seeds or gum?
2: Uh, Seeds.
0: You like the seeds. Ooh, all right. Well, Sam, anything else for Sam before we let him go?
1: No, just you know, appreciate you. It's a game day. It's the morning. Um, I mean, it's like mid morning. It's not like it's eight o'clock, but still, uh, I know. I, I know what time I got home last night. I don't know what time you got home, but uh, appreciate you doing this on uh, on on a on a Friday morning.
2: Happy to be here, and thank you guys for having me. I always have a good time. All right,
0: well, thanks, guys. That's Sam Huff, Texas Ranger catcher. Sam, we'll see you out at the ballpark, bud.
1: Roxo Media House is a streaming and production company located in Fort Worth, Texas. From video to podcast production and social media
0: broadcasting, Roxo Media House strives to deliver a dynamic media experience for clients and fans. With 15 shows, we have something for the whole family. Join the Roxo Media community today. All right, a big thank you to Sam Huff for joining us. He's probably heading out to the ballpark here shortly. We're going to see him tonight tonight. And, uh, but now it's time to go down into the bus leagues. All we're right. going to talk about the minor league system, mm-hmm. yep. uh, that's going to get an inflection, uh, here after this weekend, but we're going to start out. We go from the bottom up. We go to down East, which is uh low A. the down East wood ducks. They're 10 and seven, six and four in their last 10. They've won their last game. Uh, they're 43 and 40 overall. Uh, this team is, uh, young, very young. Yeah. A lot of last year's draft talent is there. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Ryan Garcia went last night. Went three and two thirds, five Ks, zero on runs. He's got a one point four two ERA. I know he's older for the league, but we talked about him last week, and he went out and after we talked about it, had a good game.
1: Yeah, I yeah you know, we. <clears throat> I, I wrote about Ryan uh, last last month. Well, yeah, last month, and um, at the time he was getting close. I think actually, I think I wrote about him in May, end of May. Anyway, he was getting close to going out, and you know the the story. If you guys aren't familiar. Second-round pick in 2019 after the Rangers took Josh Young and Davis Wenzel. Yep. He, he pitched briefly, very briefly, after the draft. Uh, his elbow started hurting, and they gave him the rest of the season off. It started hurting again in spring training. He needed a Tommy John surgery. Rehab from that, as he was doing so, he he had some uh, oblique injuries. Um, so he missed 20, 21. You know, 20 everybody missed pretty yep. much. Uh, he was going to miss that anyway, but then he missed 21. So this is really his first taste of professional baseball. So he, he is older, he's more advanced. Um, so, yeah, he, he should be wiping out these these low way guys, and he is. So, I, you know, at some point they need to get him stretched out to five or six, I think, before he gets promoted. But <laughs> he's not going to finish the season at Down East. No, uh, no, no. But d- Down East, you know, really you can you can kind of look at all the affiliates. They they might be playing the best here right the, la- the last couple weeks. And, yep. uh, you know, they, they are young. They, <laughs> they've got a lot of young guys. Uh, and they're going to get younger because some guys from the – Arizona Complex League will eventually make their way to Down East. Right. Maybe some of the draft picks uh here this weekend and ne- and next week will will end up will end up there eventually this season. So um you know, it's 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 interesting that level because of, of where you're at and the ups and downs that you have, but You know, this is guys getting their first taste.
0: Yep, absolutely. Then you go to Hickory, the Hickory Crawdads. They're the high A team. Uh, Hickory is 45 and 39. They're 7 and 11 in the second half, Mm -hmm. 3 and 7 in their last 10. They've scuttled a bit, lost one last night. Uh, I tell you somebody who's risen up pretty well is Thomas Sejaci. Yeah. Um, he's, he's going, you know, we talked to him yeah, during the, yeah. the spring training. He's got eight home runs, hit one last night. Right. He's hitting two ninety six, got an eight, 804 OPS. He was part of that five-round 2020 draft. Right. He, right. Was, he, he was He was supposed to go rounder. to Pepperdine. Uh, right, he, right. And, and, and uh, I just remember about him, he hit like his junior year, he hit like four eighty, had 14 home runs. Sure. And he had started in the 2020 COVID year, already had six or seven home runs in like, two weeks and was hitting like 500 before everything got shut yeah. down. Yeah. And so they felt like maybe if he <laughs> he was another one like Carter, if they felt like if he was actually exposed to a full season, probably could have gone a lot higher than he might've had a chance to.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, that draft Foskey was the first round pick, right. 14th overall. And then they, they finished out with four preps. And, yep. um, <clears throat> excuse me. And you know, Evan Carter, TK Roby, Dylan McLean and then, and then Thomas. So and, um, he's an interesting guy. I mean, he can play, he can play third, short, and second. Rangers are pretty well stocked there. He's probably going to end up playing some outfield, but he has power. He's, he's proven to be a slow starter, right? But he, he, he finishes strong and he's, he's just a good kid, uh, does things the right way. Um, Speaking of, of, of Hickory, one of, their, one of their three wins in the last 10 was a no-hitter, a 10-inning no, no combined no-hitter. Larson Kindrich. Guy over my shoulder, Larson Kindrich, who started it down east and moved up. Right. He was the eighth-rounder last year uh, out of Biola University, so he's got some polish on him. Um, he pitched six of those innings. Uh, and and then well, Lurie Tejada, Michael Brewer, and, and Theo McDowell, a couple of those guys who were down east uh, to start the year, uh, they finished it off. I mean, you know, it, 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 it was – you know, extra innings. It was zero zero when they went to extras. Um pretty pretty cool deal. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't care what level you're at. You know, it's a it's it's a thrill. These guys are never gonna forget it. Um being well, being a don't part of anyone something doing like anyone to a no that. hitter. I don't care who you are. <laughs> right. If it takes three and or so, four hitters, that's still amazing. Um but yeah they're 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 scuffling a little bit down there in Hickory, but uh they still have so much talent. It's just ridiculous. And, yes. You know TK Roby had a nice start recently. So that, <laughs> that's trending the right way. He's got his ERA under five um you're you're kind of riding the the wave with Ricky Venasco a little bit up and down you know, Mason Englert's still doing fine Acuna like we talked about last yep. week 309 I mean, he's still hitting. he's going to be in double a pretty soon I think so um I don't know this is just one of those things that, that teams go through I
0: think before we go up to Frisco one more thing about Sejaci for all of you guys that <laughs> love uh Josh Smith is another one of the guys that doesn't use batting gloves Same. He's one of those guys. So if you're, you know, middle infield guy can play all the positions, uh, hits the ball well, um, doesn't use batting gloves, kind of like Josh Smith there. There So anyway, interesting point. So I don't know. Man, you got two of them in the system. Frisco, Frisco Rough Riders, Double A, local. Good. Go out there and see these guys. If the Rangers are out of town, they need you. They need you to go out there and spend some money. It's a great experience out there in the ballpark. Uh, Frisco's forty. Uh, 44 and 40, they're eight and seven in the second half, six and four in their last 10. They lost last night. A uh, couple of guys there Talk about this guy Yeah, and he is playing in the futures game.
1: Yeah. Dustin Harris got picked. He's going to go with Jack Leiter. Uh, Leiter went on the temporary inactive list. Don't worry. It's just because of the futures game. Right. Dustin will be joining him. Um, and good for him. It's a good reward. You know, he was the Rangers player of the year last year. He's one of their top 10 prospects. Um, yeah. He can do. He can do a little bit of everything. You know, he hits. He hits for average. It's for power. Runs. You know, for a guy his size, runs like the wind. So, yep. uh, f- fun guy to watch. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they do. You know, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm curious to see how Leiter performs there uh, against the top prospects in baseball. Sure. Um, you know, just an inning. You know, maybe.
0: It could, be it could be in. the spark plug he needs maybe it, he goes maybe in is, and strikes know. out a couple of guys in sure. one inning and all of a sudden he comes back yeah. and has a good second you know,
1: half. he had a, he had a tough start coming <laughs> off of the his little arm fatigue deal where he gave up six runs and then inning and in two thirds so uh it, it's still it's still the putting the puzzle together but and I ask a lot nobody's worried about Jack lighter nope. so um if they're not worried I guess we don't need to be either
0: the one the one thing that would worry me about Jack Lyder is if I went and looked at Jack Ladder's <clears throat> stats and he was not striking out as many as innings and he is striking out well over one an inning yeah and that means he has his swing and miss stuff sure it's location his i think his off-speed stuff he just doesn't have the feel yet doesn't have the control I and i don't
1: i think he's nibbling
0: too much you know could I, be that too you
1: know the college strike zone's a little bit bigger and then the 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 professional the double a hitter is a little more
0: advanced than college yeah they they're, are
1: they're not going to swing at that stuff
0: and you know, and, and a big thing about Harris, they say the biggest jump in baseball is from uh, high A up to double A. He he started out a little slow when he mm. first started the season, but yeah. look at the numbers that he's put up. This hasn't phased him. He's yeah, he, he's t- doing fine. He's doing just fine. Good for him going there. Um, then we go up to Round Rock, Triple A. Um, Round Rock is uh, forty six and forty one overall. They're five and five in their last ten. Uh, they have lost one game. Their last game they lost. Um, you know here. You can kind of go all over who you want to talk to. I mean, you got Ezekiel Duran, who's yeah. there. He hit a home run. Solak hit a home run last night. Uh, both of them. Those are two guys that they wondered why he wasn't here instead of Elier. Um, But, uh, you know, we talked about that earlier. Um, Round Rock's a good team. I mean, they, there's some great talent there. Wenzel still hasn't quite kicked in like yeah, he's Yeah,
1: he's, he's hurt still. And, uh, you know, I the the one that I, you know, I, I don't know what Bubba Thompson needs to do to get promoted. I'm. kind of uh banging on that drum um you know they say the bat quality still needs to be better look guy's been hitting 300 all year something's got to be pretty good you know and 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 you know you can look at i don't know if they look at Babip and uh, all that stuff and say oh he's been lucky or whatever screw that i mean he's got enough speed where he can create his own luck he knows how to bunt for hits uh you know he's he's a he's a guy who's always going to strike out right but he has been walking more since the first month and so um, things have improved and, um, I, 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 hope, I hope that he is promoted this season because I think he deserves it. He's, he, he is from 2019 when he was hurt and awful to now he's an entirely different player. He, he is, I think the player they envisioned when they selected him in 2017. So, um, you know, the guy, the guy needs to be rewarded and you need to see that.
0: Well, and I, I think uh, I think if anything, if you get past the trade deadline here and they see what 40-man spots they need to do, he's not on the 40-man right now. Right. Um, he's going to have to be before next season or he's going to get exposed. I think there is a chance that Bubba does get a chance, especially with someone like uh, Aylier got, got that chance. Bubba's obviously more well thought of than Not No offense yeah. to Aylier, right, who, right, right. who who is a great guy and is just a great story, but – they, you know, earlier could come up here and not get as many at bats and they're not going to be worried about it again. We're in that situation where you're not worried about his development. I think Sam will eventually get here. I mean, sorry, Bubba will eventually get here. Um, uh, but you're right. It seemed weird. seemed like a time they could have done it, but who knows? Oh, well, oh, well, That's it.
1: Yeah. Um, but the one thing, the one thing you mentioned about every one of those teams they are all above 500. Yep. Every one of them, uh, you know, you got to learn how to win. And and, then, and you can, you can argue that, that the current Rangers are learning how to win. Yep. Um, but if you if you do it in the minors, then it, it just helps 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 you that much more when you get get to the, the, the majors.
0: You got a team in the big leagues that's hovering around five hundred. But if you look down below that, it, it's it's worse. If your team sucks at the big league level, it's worse to look down the minor leagues and see a bunch of teams that are scuttling too. Yeah. They are winning down there. They're right at five hundred. The whole system from top to bottom is really trending up. That's a yeah. good way to put it. Yeah,
1: and you know it, it was our, it was a top ten system coming into this se- season, and I'm not kidding. After the draft, it's going to be top three. It's
0: got to be. Yeah, yeah they, they've so, got a good chance. Anything else before we get out of here? A
1: Couple things. Um, uh, I'm wearing a Do It For Dirt hat. Is that coming up? It's coming up October 14th. Uh, we'll have more details on it at uh, Do It Dirt soon. Uh, we're we're collecting auction items. It's gonna it's gonna be a pretty good one. Um, Fun time. Yeah, and it's gonna be on a Friday this year. So anyway, um, so if you haven't already circled calendars do it october 14th uh keep subscribing to this channel right this youtube channel right um we're we're slowly creeping toward the magic number which is a thousand and um, share it with people yeah share it all your ranger fans share it with mm. them and say to yeah, do this it this is good stuff and then uh um, of course you got to subscribe to rangers today.com it's it's 5.99 a month sixty dollars a year there's even the six month option for 35. uh you're, you're just you're not going to get the 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 coverage of the rangers that that we provide anywhere else yep whether it's the history of the rangers with tr whether it's this podcast um the way we cover the minor leagues and then we cover the the the, the big league club daily right daily so um if you're looking for complete rangers coverage we, we really are the place and we're cheaper than anybody
0: else that's right so do it man Appreciate get it get you. it out this is a good gift to give somebody when yeah, they yeah exactly All right, well, that's another one in the can, guys. Thanks for everybody for joining. Thanks for Sam Huff for coming on with us. Henry, nine-year-old Henry that asked his questions. Uh, Guys, until next week, we'll see you at the yard. Roxo Media House.